This is your Kanabic County Sheriff's Report with Kanabic County Sheriff Brian Smith right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. So nice to have you aboard. Do you, are you walking around the house and, and out to your car and such singing uh, something about let it snow, let it snow? Are you singing, Brian, a little bit? Yep, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. You know me too well. <laughs> I do know you too well. But we do have just a little bit of light snow that definitely gets us down that road of that season. Um, and it's a good thing. It does help out a little bit for deer hunters. You and I were talking off the air as the season is wrapping up this weekend for most oh, for yeah, most folks. Uh, snow is generally a great advantage to a deer hunter because um, you can see them better. Definitely. They can't camouflage themselves quite as well, and uh, you can track better. And um, So, to me, I love to see snow during deer season. Yeah, well, just like you say, you can see them so much better. What I noticed being out in the stand this year especially, I don't know if just my eyes getting older or what, but um, I kind of la- – I'm sure you didn't hear this, but the <laughs> when I hunted on Sunday – I left my glasses up in the deer stand because I had taken them off, you know, to look through the binoculars and look through the scope. Yep. And it's like, yep. well, I'll just leave them off because I can see longer distance pretty good. It's mainly for reading that I have my glasses anyway. And I left yep, them up can. in the stand because, you know, it's one of those things where I had them off and then it was a little dark when I got out and I'm packing my gear up and had to go back and get my glasses. It was a senior moment for sure. <laughs> That's all I can say. Senior moment. Yeah, well... You're you're not alone. Well, that makes I've done that many times myself. Have you been on the cell phone though, and then all of a sudden you get panicked because you don't know where your phone is? Has that happened? I I will I will not, neither admit nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad to know we're on the same page there, my dear. So let's talk a little bit though, with a little light snow falling, getting down the road to the holidays. Here we'll talk about things just to be aware of there. But why don't you start out, Brian, with kind of what's gone on this past week? How many uh, calls for service? Well, we're we're sitting at that 270 a week um, range, which uh, we were over the last few weeks. Um, we had uh, 17 arrests over the past week, so a little over two a day. Hmm. Um, kind of all over the place. So we had three... Three warrant arrests for failure to appear, three warrant arrests for probation violations. Uh, there were five that were violence-related, OFPs, uh, domestic assaults, that sort of thing. Um, two theft-related and uh, five involving drugs. Mm, okay. Actually, it might have been a little more than that because I think drugs were involved with uh, probably half of the other ones, too. It's just terrible, isn't it? I mean, that that whole part of it, it just seems to me to be something. I know that all any, anything that has to do with drugs is impairing people, and there's a whole line of things. I'm not trying to make an easy assumption here, but just if that if that factor would go away, that would really drop what you guys have to do, right? <laughs> I, I tell you what, my entire career, that's been a discussion amongst uh, my peers, and uh, we've all agreed that... If we would, could eliminate drugs and alcohol from from our society, uh, we'd probably need a third of the cops that we've got. Yep, you guys could just have other things to concentrate on. Yep, absolutely. Yep. You know, yep. It, nature of the beast, though. Here we are, right? It just Here we are, right? You, you deal so. as best you can, and, and I know you yep. guys do the best job possible. So 
Um, I know before we came out, you were talking as, as a little bit of light snow was ta- uh, falling right now. We are going to get into that season before you know it. We get the ice kind of froze up and we get some more snow. Snowmobiling is right around the corner. Yeah. And uh, I just noticed uh, last night that uh, Thomas Snow Sports and uh, Mystic Riders, um, based out of Princeton, are hosting a youth snowmobile safety uh, day. So if you have kids or grandkids that need their snowmobile safety certificate or want their snowmobile safety certificate, um, you got to contact them and get registered. Um, and then I believe it's it's scheduled for December 4th Okay. on a Saturday. And I think it's a half a day thing because now you do, it's a little different than when I did it, um, but you can do the the classroom portion of it and take a test online through the DNR stuff. And, and then you show up on the day, they go over some review of the classroom stuff, and then you do your skills, basically your skills test. So they let you ride a little snowmobile around this little course and make sure you know how to signal and stop properly and uh, handle the throttle and the, the brakes efficiently and or safely and uh and then you're done yeah i'll tell you i remember when riley of course he's 30 years old now i have to remember that but back when he did that i was trying to think of the age group brian do you know offhand what they what they consider for that i'm putting you on the spot here i could look it up too but i are they between like well, eight and sixty eight and 16 or you know do you know the the criteria? I believe. Oh, geez. I know. Uh, see? I get it mixed up with the fire. I get it mixed up with the firearm stuff. Um, I believe you. You need to be eleven. I believe. Okay, and folks can check on that it's, too. It's it's close. It's close to the firearms age stuff. Um, okay. But uh, there might even because by by statute, there's only certain. Uh, ages can do certain, so like there's different levels. So to, to cross a road, you have to have your snowmobile safety certificate, and there's a whole bunch of other things. So if you got a uh, guardian with you or on the same machine as you, you can do more. Um, if you don't have a safe snowmobile safety certificate, you cannot cross a public roadway. You could maybe ride on private property, but you can't can't ride on public trails, and you can't cross public roads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Without that snowmobile safety certificate. Yeah, it's good to have that. And I know that is, there's certain criteria for a variety of things. Like you said, firearm yep. safety, um, I think four-wheelers as well, uh, there's there's criteria oh, yeah. there. Yep. Yep. And and Thomas Snow Sports has been very, very good about hosting uh, ATV educational uh, DNR safety certificate things there at their place, too. Okay. So they can check with that. But like you said, the DNR, too, they must have that information. I haven't looked at that lately. but They, they do. Uh, uh, you know, you go to DNR Youth Safety, and it'll take you out, and it'll show you where the classes are available. And I know from my own experience with my own kids, um, the last 10 years, it has been hard to find uh, enough classes to cover all the youth that are getting involved in these activities. So I know with mine, I had, uh, I had a couple of them I had to travel fairly significantly to get to one that was available when we could be there. Right, right. So something to so, think about. Yeah, so maybe yeah. start doing some digging. Moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, whoever would help with that. 
yep. you know, kind of get going in this opportunity. It's nice ones coming up here December 4th. So if you can do yeah, a local so one, all the better, right? All, all the better. It makes it so much easier because you don't have to drive so far and, you know, it takes less out of your day. And, um, you know, and I know Thomas does a fantastic job and they, they provide a bunch of youth sized machines that are really safe and they do a fantastic job. They got a really nice facility now that, uh, is heated and air conditioned for the classroom stuff. And, um, it's really a good setup. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, Brian. And also with Thanksgiving, of course, next week, uh, Brian and I already kidded that, yeah, we probably won't be getting together unless, you know, I'd have to wear a Bluetooth as I'm helping prepare for a Thanksgiving meal. It wouldn't be pretty, is what I'm saying. So we won't be chatting next week. So let's just touch on with the holidays kind of kicking off here and Thanksgiving being one of the ones where there can be alcohol and some concerns that way. I know sometimes the college kids come home and sometimes there's been issues that night before Thanksgiving. And why don't you just give that little reminder about being safe, Brian? Well, historically, we probably have more arrests on uh, on the night before Thanksgiving uh, when that holiday starts than we do during Christmas or New Year's. Hmm. Um, so, and, and maybe people don't just, they don't think about it like they do New Year's. New Year's, every, you know, not, most people plan, mm-hmm. you know, they get sober cabs and, or they plan to stay at a hotel or whatever they do, um, but they generally don't drive as much uh, under the influence, but Christmas that goes up and Thanksgiving is probably the worst. So, you know, make that plan ahead of time. If you're going to drink um, in excess, have a sober cab lined up. Mm-hmm. Have somebody, someone, some one of your group draw a short straw and uh, they get to be the sober driver, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't want to see people in jail for the holidays and uh, we want everybody to go home safe and we don't need uh, alcohol related crashes out there. Um, because those are pretty tragic. No doubt. And you know what I always think of too, Brian, I guess being the age I am now especially, I always think about, so you come home from college, if it's a college thing, and this is not picking on college students, but you come home, I get it, you haven't seen your friends, you get together, and things can get a little further down the road. Not even that they're getting behind the wheel, because hopefully they follow all the rules you said, but the next day for Thanksgiving... When mom and dad and grandma and grandpa or whoever have decided to put a meal together and you're hung over that day, it doesn't make for the happiest family meal. Not good for you, not good for them. You know, they're counting on you to kind of step up. You know what I'm saying? So think of that as well. I know that's more of a me being a mom thing here than an actual legal thing getting behind the wheel, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Think of the big picture. I'm sure sure grandparents and parents would... Would uh, appreciate that also. Definitely, they just want you and be able to pick up at least the dishes and maybe wash, wash and help a little bit, which you're not going right. to be able to do if you're uh, under the weather. Let's put it that way. That yeah, is right. for sure, right. for sure. Yeah. Brian, anything? So the, the yes, other go thing ahead. I wanted to hit on was winter, winter driving, winter weather, and I did notice uh, going over the um, the ICRs for this past week that we had some snow couple times over the past week and uh, we've had a lot of what we call snowbird um, ICRs so in the city of Mora there are some par- parking restrictions uh, in place now because we're into winter season and you cannot park on the streets um, after 2 2 a.m. 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. I think you need to be off the streets so that they can 
they can plow. And that doesn't, that's all the time. That mm-hmm. not just, if it snows, you got to move your car. It's all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and I've noticed we've had, uh, we've had a bunch of warnings go out there already. So people are, they haven't acclimated to our winter rules yet. So, um, those that live in town or come back from wherever, um, don't park on the streets. Yep, because like you don't want to have to tow anybody. Right. So it's between um, two a.m. to eight a.m. and that started, I think, November first, if I recall, seeing the signs. That's why they do I that. I believe that's right. November yeah. November first to April first, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those things, like you said. It. I know in in the Twin Cities, for example, there's the parking there is a nightmare anyway. So there they have it more of a snow-related situation, but here in the city right. of Mora, it is what it is all the way through regardless yep. of snow. So just to clarify for people. Correct. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. and uh, yeah, it, it just, you know, make make sure you got a place to park off the street. That's, yep. uh, that's the key, so. Yep, because like you say, and if... And maybe I'll just ask you this. I'm hope I'm thinking you'll know this. So it's a God forbid thing, but let's say your car is towed. Where do they usually take it to, Brian? Do you know offhand and how somebody gets it back? Uh, it, usually it's Horizon Towing. Okay. And uh, you know they can they can contact our office and we'll know you know if where we it towed it we'll know where it got towed to. Okay. Um, but usually it's Horizon Towing here locally and. Uh, and they, we've got a number. We can give you the number for Horizon, or they've got stuff online too. Okay. Um, but yeah, that would be that would be the place. Okay. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully, just by us talking about this is a nice reminder. Just be sure that you don't do that because <laughs> right. you don't want to be yeah. told. That's for sure. Yeah. So, my yeah. dear. The other the other yes. thing. I got one more thing. Yes. No good. So That's what I was going to ask you. Winter driving. <laughs> winter winter driving. So um, I happened to drive through uh, on my way home from Deer Camp. I drove through probably one of the first snowstorms of the year. And, uh, of course, it was uh, wet and slippery and slushy. And, uh, you know, you get you have to adjust your driving behaviors to account for that. So you need to slow down. You need to give yourself more room, give others more room, expect things to go bad, and, you know, plan for uh, uh, an escape route. And uh, have good tires on your vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes a huge difference when you have good traction tires for winter weather on your vehicle, uh, not only for going, but more importantly, for stopping and turning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know what I've tried to get in the habit of, especially because I leave pretty early in the morning, and, you know, road conditions can, can be a little slippery until things get going with the plows right. and everything right. else, is I just, as yep. soon as I'm going down the driveway or as soon as I get on the main roadway, I go a little bit and then hit the brakes a few times just to get a feel for how much traction I do or don't have. You know, then it kind of ge- well. it kind of reminds yep. me then, okay, this is how it's going to be for this part of the trip. I need to go just right. this fast. Just kind of a, a nice reminder to keep keep ahead of the game there yep absolutely yep. and and you know we we're a state that has black ice mm-hmm. you know we'll get those too so it's not always just snow sometimes it's just uh severe cold creating uh black ice situations from all the exhaust and um so that's minnesota driving so we're here it's here and uh we everybody please adjust so we don't have so many 
terrible accidents. No this doubt. It's been really, really hard on uh, fatalities in the state of Minnesota. Um, be nice if we could tone that down a little bit this winter and make up for some of that. No doubt about it. Good reminders, Brian, all the way across the board. And I will say to you and Patty and the kids and Ruth and the whole clan there, I hope you have a great, happy, wonderful Thanksgiving. And you go ahead. <laughs> you also. <laughs> and all our listeners also have, yes. a, have a very pleasant Thanksgiving and um, eat lots, take a nap. That's the plan. I don't know if I'll get the nap in, but I'll try. That's for sure. And Brian, you and I will catch up. It'll be, gosh, first, it'll be the 2nd of December. I'll be uh, catching up with you then, my dear. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take her easy, Brian. Appreciate it. You too. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.